This is HPR episode 1804 entitled, What's in my Bicycle Repair Toolbox, and is part of the series, What's in my Toolkit. It is hosted by John Culp, and is about 24 minutes long. The summary is, I describe what's in my bike repair toolbox, and what the tools do. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. It's John Culp in Lafayette, Louisiana, and inspired by a recent show by 5150, I'm going to do one today about the contents of a toolbox. Now, I don't know if I've got as many cool things in my toolbox as 50 had in his, but we will see. The toolbox I'm going to check out is my bicycle repair toolbox. And uh, right now, for me, it's spring break. I teach at the university, and we are on spring break all this week, so I've been taking advantage of this free time to record some HPR episodes, and uh, this one I'm going to record first thing in the morning. You can probably hear environmental sounds here. I've got, oops, I think I hear the garbage truck coming, which is good, and I'm opening up the toolbox. Before I open it up, I'll just say a little bit about the toolbox because the toolbox itself has some meaning to me. This is a toolbox my dad gave to me. Um, I think I was a grown-up when he gave it to me, but this is the toolbox I remember him having when I was a little kid. And uh, if I was allowed to get in the toolbox and look around for a tool, it was a really big deal. So it's kind of fun to have this thing. It's made of steel. It's heavy and kind of large. And the top is divided into two halves that open up kind of like a clamshell. I'm going to open it up and then when you pull each side open it's got these different layers of uh, trays in there that hold lots of stuff. Well I can see a lot of stuff in there. Uh, okay so I, I think I'm going to start with the trays. Now this is specifically for repairing bicycles and so the stuff in here may or may not be of general use. <clears throat> That's a good thing that the trash truck decided to come right when I was recording. I'm sure that's pretty loud. Okay, so I'm going to go uh, maybe left to right. Uh, on the left side, I've got a tray with uh, an Allen wrench, or I think a hex key. That looks like a 5 millimeter. 5 millimeter hex key is for various parts. Of, there are quite a lot of parts on a bicycle that use the 5 millimeter hex key. Uh, here is a long 14 millimeter socket. Uh, by long, I mean it's got uh, quite a lot of depth in it. So if the bolt sticks out way past the nut, you can use this one to slide way down over that bolt and reach the nut. And then down there, there's a nail, which seems kind of random to have a nail in a bicycle repair kit, but it's not. I'll tell you what, the, the nail 
is an important tool to have because when I'm repairing uh, brake cables or like installing new brake cables and housings, the nail is something I use to uh, shape the inside of the housing because normally when you cut the brake cable housing, it gets a little bit crushed and you don't want it to be anything except perfectly round. So what I do is I'll stick the end of the nail in the crushed end of the housing and then just kind of wiggle it around until the thing is perfectly round again. All right, in the next tray up, I have an old axle with its uh, cones and cups on it. I'm not sure what the axle is doing there. Anyway, there's an axle with all of its little bits. Then there is a little prescription bottle that has got a, a specialized uh, wrench on there. This is for a security thing. I, I wish I could remember what these things are called. There was a time where I was really paranoid about my bike getting stolen, and there's these these special kinds of um, security nuts that you can buy and install on your bike that will not be um, accessible with normal wrenches. Each one has a very crazy shape, and to be able to open up or to, to loosen this nut, you have to have this really specialized thing. And so uh, that's what that thing is there. Uh, that would be easier to describe with a, with a picture. Uh, all right, so the next tray down, I'll start down here. There's a couple of, what do they call those things? Um, these, a lever, these plastic levers that you use to remove a tire from, uh, you kind of wedge it in there and then uh, slide it around to remove the tire from the rim. There's a, a pin spanners by Park Tool pin spanners are used um, to like turn things where you don't have a flat surfaces to grip but only a couple of little holes you have to stick the, these two pins in the holes and then you can turn it that's normally on things like bottom brackets uh, the bottom bracket is the part where the uh, the pedal axle goes through and this is another park tool adjustable pin spanner so I've got two pin spanners in there, and then a couple of extra brake cables and some hose clamps. And I don't remember what the hose clamps are for, but it probably had something to do with my recumbent bicycle project. Uh, if you've been listening to Hacker Public Radio for a while, you may have heard my episode from two or three years ago about the building of a recumbent bicycle. And uh, I've got various odds and ends in here that are related to that but one of the I used hose clamps in that project to attach I think it was to attach the seat to the frame or something you had to do various hacky things for that uh, whole project to work okay in the next tray over I have a spoke wrench by Park Tool with uh, it's a triangular tool made of heavy steel Park Tool number SW7, spoke wrench 7, I guess, and it will deal with spoke sizes 0, 1, and 2. Spoke wrench is essential if you need to replace a spoke or adjust the truing of a wheel. Then in that same thing, there is a spare, uh, looks like a spare lock ring from a bottom bracket. I don't know what bottom bracket that came from, but you, you never know when you're going to need these things. Okay, the next one over has a miscellaneous little screws and some uh, spoke nipples. It's a funny word to use for a spoke. The, the spoke nipple is uh, the screw part 
that use that uh, holds the spoke on there. I don't know why they called it that, but they did. Okay, now here is I have a uh, crank arm removal tool. This is an awesome tool right here. Uh, what you have to do to remove the crank arms from a bottom bracket is uh, you have to pop a little plastic cover off, and then you screw in. There are internal threads in the crank arm, and uh, to get that off. You have to screw this little tool on here. I wish I could describe it. It looks like a, a nut and bolt kind of thing with some external threads on the end. But anyway, you screw this thing in there, and once the threads are thoroughly seated, there's another part that you start cranking down using a, looks like a six millimeter uh, hex key. And then uh, it gradually starts pushing the crank arm away from the bottom bracket until it slides off. That's a, that's a really fun tool to use. All right, so that's basically all the stuff on the left side. Uh, let's go to the right-hand side. The tray over here has a 3/8 inch drive socket wrench, a quarter-inch drive socket wrench, and two sockets. This is a 15 millimeter socket and a 14 millimeter socket. Those are the two sizes that are most frequently used on bicycles for things such as uh, axle nuts and stuff like that. <coughs> There are some spare spokes and various little bits and pieces of things that I don't want to bother to describe. On the next tray down, I have a 6-inch Craftsman adjustable wrench and various um, box-end wrenches. Here is a, a wrench with uh, 14 millimeters on one end and 15 on the other. Here's a 10 millimeter combination wrench another 10 millimeter combination wrench. 10 millimeters is the size of nuts that's normally used on um, brakes and stuff like that. And I have here two Park Tool cone wrenches, 13 millimeters and 15 millimeters. Cone wrenches are very, very thin uh, wrenches or spanners, I guess you'd call if you're in Britain, that are used on the cone parts of uh, a wheel hub. There's a very thin place where you have to be able to put a wrench to um, either hold it still while you're adjusting it or to take the thing off. And uh, if you don't have the right kind of wrench, you're going to have a really hard time doing it. So th those are the cone wrenches. And I have a 17 millimeter combination wrench. I don't really know what that goes for. I probably just threw it in there. And here's a uh, one half inch and nine sixteenths wrench. And I don't know what I do with that one either. There's a bunch of various cone wrenches uh, that have different sides on either. These are kind of a cheap one. I got this as a, a set. And so among the various cone wrenches, I think I have every size from 13 millimeters up to 18. And so uh, I can always find the size I need there. Then a couple of very tiny combination wrenches. This one is 8 millimeters, and this one is 9 millimeters. Okay, so that's all the, the wrenches. That's my wrench area. Next area down is, uh, looks like a bunch of spare parts. I've got spare bottom bracket or axle covers or whatever. This is the uh, crank arm covers. They're little plastic things that you pop in there to protect the threads of the crank arms. And then some spare axle nuts of a couple of different sizes, lots of little 
Schrader valve covers, um, caps, I guess. And then um, the next one, the last part of the trays holds one, two, three, four, five different kinds of um, freewheel tool, uh, freewheel remover tools. Now these are also pretty cool. The freewheel is the the part on the rear wheel of the bike that has all of the teeth where the, the chain attaches to it. And normally it has, well, on a single speed it will have one cog. And on my bicycles normally there are six or seven uh, cogs on there. But anyway, to take that thing off, you have to have a special tool because they're, I mean, you can't just grab the teeth and start turning. Uh, the inside of the, of the freewheel has little splines and you need to have a tool that slides in there just so uh, to get in between those splines and then you have to use a wrench to turn it to get the thing off. And I've got five different ones of those. Um, these are Park Tool um, Freewheel number two. I'll see, this one is, I can't read it, uh, Freewheel 1 and Freewheel 5. What the heck is that? Oh, man, that might be a bottom bracket removal tool. Yeah, that's a bottom bracket tool 22 from Park Tools. I don't think I've ever even used that one. And then a Freewheel number 6. So different Freewheels have different splines, and so you have to have a, if you're going to work on a lot of different bikes, you have to have a little collection of these tools. Um, so those are my freewheel removal tools and my bottom bracket tool. Now in the center, this is the largest compartment where I keep the bigger tools. Uh, front and center is a 12-inch adjustable wrench by Cobalt. It's very, very heavy. And uh, long, the jaws of it open up to, what, 27 millimeters? Or, no, 40, 41 millimeters on one side and one and a half inches if you're looking at the American Standard version of measurement. <clears throat> uh, there is a length of down tubing from a Raleigh bike. This is actually a piece from one of the bikes that I cut apart to make my recumbent bicycle. And I keep this length of tubing, it's, it's part of the one inch tubing, and it's maybe 10 inches long. And I keep this around to slide on the end of a wrench handle for leverage if I need it. Uh, it's a lot easier to hold on to this thing than it is to the wrench handle if you really have to put a lot of torque on it. I have a Park Tool um, cable cutter. This is a uh, this tool does a couple of things. It, it cuts the cables, and it's not like any other um, like wire cutters that I've ever seen. The the teeth that cut the jaws, I guess, that come together are a little bit angled, so it, it tries to cut the wire in such a way that it will be as round as possible, so not to like crush it unduly. And then the handles have these little indentations that you can use to crimp on the little cable ends that you need to put on if you've just uh, replaced the cable. There is a vice grip, um, well, pair of vice grips, and that's just a, it's not a bicycle specific tool, that's just a, a handy tool to have. Right here is one of the coolest tools in the box also. This is made by Avenir. And this is a, what they call this, a, a third-hand tool. And uh, it's very difficult to describe how it looks, but what it does is it hangs on to a cable 
and allows you to add tension to the cable and hold it there while you make your uh, tightening or adjustments. So, and this is important to be able to install brake cables and shifter cables. Uh, and it's really, I mean, you can do it without this thing, but this makes it so much easier because it really does act like a third hand. As, uh, otherwise, you're trying to hold the cable tight with one hand and then doing two things with your left hand or your right, you know, whichever hand you are. This will take care of like, two of those jobs at once so you can focus on tightening down the fasteners. I've got a set of uh, metric hex keys. <clears throat> this is just a generic set. It goes from 1.5 millimeter, although I've lost that one, so I, don't, I wonder where that one is. So from two millimeters up to 10 millimeters. The most often used sizes for bicycle repair are six millimeters and five millimeters. There are a couple of fasteners on a bike that might use the four millimeters um, or even the three millimeters, but not that many. Though, like if you uh, have to install uh, shifters on a bike, the, some of the little fasteners that hold it to the handlebars might use those smaller sizes. But... All right, there's a a wicked looking tool here. This is the HCW5 by Park Tool and it is a lock ring spanner. Lock ring uh, pin spanner I guess. <clears throat> anyway it allows you to uh, take the lock ring off of a bottom bracket so that you can get in there and get the rest of the stuff off. <clears throat> and next I have a Park tool CT3. This is a chain tool 3. It's a very heavy duty chain tool. It allows you to remove links in the chain and um, put the chain back together. Very handy. Uh, let's see. This is a headset wrench or a headset spanner uh, that has a very wide uh, 36 millimeters on one side and 32 millimeters on the other. And this is to remove the little um, lock rings on the headset. The headset is uh, where the, the handlebar mechanism is. Here's a, another adjustable wrench. This one is 10 inches. So the, the first one I mentioned was 12. This is 10. Just nice to have various sizes of these things. There's a spare plastic spoke protector thing. Uh, I have many little prescription bottles with spare parts here. This one looks like it's got a bunch of uh, generic 5mm uh, bolts to hold on things like water bottle holders and, um, I don't know, racks and stuff like that. There's some, I'm not sure what those are for. Those look like they are the adjustment screws for uh, shifter things. Here are... Uh, <clears throat> I wish I knew the names for some of these things. These are little uh, metal things that go on the end of the brake cable housing. Um, oh wait, this non-crimping ferrules. Ferrules, what a great word. Uh, I got a whole box of non-crimping ferrules. These go on the end of the cable housing uh, before you uh, install it. it. Gives a nice little silver end to it. It helps keep stuff out of there. Uh, let's see, what is in these other ones? Some more bolts. Some plastic ferrules. Uh, some random... Oh, I know what those are. Those are little bits from um, brakes. Uh, 
Um, I don't know what those things are. <laughs> and I've got two, you can hear them rattling here, I've got two different size ball bearings. The larger ball bearings are for bottom brackets when you, uh, and then the smaller ones are for wheel hubs. Uh, a lot of the maintenance of a bicycle is just cleaning out and repacking with grease, and that's what I have these things around for. If you ever hear someone speak of overhauling the bottom bracket or overhauling the hubs, what they're talking about is a job where you take the whole thing apart, take out all of the ball bearings and clean them with a solvent, or just throw them away and put new ones, but you've got to clean out the... Um, the races, that's the race is the part where the bearings go round and round. You clean that out until it's just shining silver, and then you pack it with brand new grease and put the right number of bearings in there, or replace the little uh, bearing cage. Uh, sometimes the bearings are loose, and sometimes they come in this little metal uh, casing that holds them all in the right place. And then you put them back in there, make sure there's lots of grease, and then uh, put the axle back in and adjust the cones until it uh, spins perfectly um, but I keep bearings around to uh, do that job and let's see this is a whole package of cable end caps these are what you put on after you cut off the brake cable or the shifter cable there's this end sticking out that's kind of dangerous and pokey and so you put one of these end caps on there and then crimp it with the cable cutter tool to hold it in place I've got a box of those uh, we're getting down to it here. I have next a Park Tool USA torque wrench. And uh, I haven't used the torque wrench a lot, but it is very handy. There are certain parts on the bicycle that have to be uh, tightened down to a specified torque to um, either to avoid over tightening or to make sure that you've tightened it enough. You want to do it to whatever the uh, manufacturer specifies as the uh, torque to uh, make sure you did the installation right. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this tool. Um, this one is a cog removal thing. I, I don't even remember. I think I've only used this tool maybe once, but there's this big uh, metal bar with a you know, blue rubber handle on it and then two bits of chain attached to it, and I'm pretty sure this is for taking off the individual cogs of a cog set. I don't have to look that up, the SR1, I don't remember. Um, I, don't remember I don't think I've used that more than a couple of times, if at all. Okay, now another combination, I mean, uh, adjustable wrench, this one is 8 inch, so in this box I have 6 inch, 8 inch, 10 inch, and 12 inch adjustable wrenches, and then a very small set of vice grips. Uh, another, um, this is a open-end wrench with uh, 19 millimeters on one end and 22 on the other. And then I have various lengths of um, cable housing and another, a spare shifter cable. And I think that's about it. A piece of carpet at the bottom of the whole thing to uh, make it a little less noisy when you put the cables and when you put everything back in the toolbox. And, well, I think that's about it. That's, uh, that's everything that's in my bicycle repair toolbox. Close up the box and call it an episode. Take care, y'all.
You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.